it makes me feel like a hack when people come up to me and say, how do you do podcasting well? I'm like, literally no thought goes into this. If you think like about it, you will oh, fail. Man. That's my advice I up. give to everyone. Yeah, it's like, how did you, how do you plan for the podcast? I said, what do you don't. mean plan for the podcast? We I don't just have, have thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and I say them. Sometimes we say the same thing. Sometimes we disagree. <laughs> Welcome to the crunch. Welcome to the crunch. It is your boy, Ethan. And I'm Patrick. <laughs> You're mad about something? <laughs> I'm not. That was most aggressive. I'm Patrick. <laughs> I'm Patrick and I'm pouting. We we just spent like 40 minutes trying to get this episode together. And we texted everyone we know. Hey, you want to come on the podcast? We texted four people. That's everyone I know. (laughs) (laughs) One Uh, time Luke and Gomer called me in the middle of a show. No. They did. And it never got on. It was a Patreon show. And I was like, this is hilarious. What's happening? Um, Anyway. I've never been called in the middle of a Catching Foxes episode. (sighs) You're lost, man. No, they just called and made fun of me. They were like, you're still in college. I'm like, shut up, guys. So mean. The greatest. I'm not. The greatest revelation of Seek 2019 was them telling us that for the time that we they interviewed us, quote unquote, interviewed, they were just hammered. I didn't notice. (laughs) They they had just drank so much before they recorded with us, which explains a lot about that episode. Oh, man, I'm kind of glad that I'm really glad that that episode never came out. It would have made it would have made us meeting Matt Fratt a lot more awkward. (laughs) oh yeah dude that would be oh that'd be so bad that'd be so so bad (laughs) the lord works in mysterious ways the good lord works in mysterious ways because even though even though it's not even though it's uh it's an explicit podcast does not give us free license to to just be be explicit to be explicit because we still have a family friendly uh brand i got I got called vulgar the other day. By whom? What? So some someone. It doesn't matter who. But he, uh, um, I was. I told my Alexander, my teammate. He uh, had to. He had to. He had to use the facilities. Mm. Um, just number one. He said, "I've been trying to go for so long." Uh, oh, I but, thought you were about to list something. It was no, like no, no, he no, had no. to go to the bathroom, number one. No, 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 um, no, no. He's like, I've been trying to go so long, but Tori's in the shower, like, because we were hanging out at the girl's house. She's in the shower, so I haven't been able to go. I said, You could have just peed outside. And that was all that I said. <laughs> That's all. It's just supposed to be funny because it was, it's really, really cold and nobody in their right mind would pee outside. It's true. And then somebody said, um, that, that is so vulgar. And I was like, Is it? <laughs> and now I'm now I'm rethinking my entire vocabulary. <laughs> Just recommending that someone pees outside is too much. I mean, all you suggested was they do something that humans have done for generations mm. before us. Yeah, peeing outside. <laughs> yeah, peeing have outside. you? I was thinking about this the other day. I don't know if I've ever done a number two ski out of doors, like not in a uh, a John a porta porta potty. You know. Okay, this is this is important for the podcast. Yeah. Father Anthony just texted me back. Math yeah. starts now. Why am I on my phone? And he texted me a picture of him in his alb 
He texted and, me the same picture. Well, I mean, one of us had to narrate it to the audience. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I missed the second half of our goof about peeing outdoors. Was it important? That's okay. It's it's not important. Okay, next thing. Did you know they made a live-action Fairly Odd Parents movie starring Drake Bell? Yeah, I knew that. What what are you a fan of the lore of uh of FOP or not? I'm 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 a big fan, but like I was just scrolling through Hulu because I finished streaming Drake and Josh <laughs> and I'm I'm sad now that it's over. Patrick, what? I have the funniest story to tell you of, concerning this exact thing. The Lord provides. So <laughs> you ever read St. Faustina's diary? Yeah, some of it. Okay, okay. So there's a <laughs> So there's a part in it where she is um her job is in the in the monastery, the convent, sorry, the convent where she was, you know, doing where she was living. None things. Doing none things. Her job was to to drain the potatoes. Um but it, it was at like this point in her life, she was sick and she didn't really have the strength to like lift up the pot of potatoes and drain off the water and all yeah. these things. And so she prayed, she went and asked the Lord you know, oh, I need, I need strength to do this. And then Jesus was like, I'll give you strength to do this. She's like, okay, great. And so she goes, the next opportunity she gets, cause she had been like avoiding the task cause she wasn't strong enough. Next chance she gets, she runs to, to do it when it's time to do it and does it before everybody. She pours off the water from these potatoes and then she looks inside and it's roses. And there's just bundles of roses where the potatoes <laughs> are meant to be, which is this beautiful sign from the Lord that like affirms her, decision to like run and, and do the difficult tasks and do all these things and trusting in the strength of, of him and all of these things. Right. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and so my teammate was telling me, Brianna was telling me about how, you know, she was reading this and she was praying with it and all these things. And I was, I kept saying, well, where did the potatoes go? And <laughs> she, <laughs> she's like, Ethan, that's not important. I'm like, Oh, I think it is because where did the potatoes go? Because I was like, I, I was thinking of <laughs> in fairly odd parents when Timmy unwishes his wishes, they don't just disappear. They go to an Island. They go to unwish Island. Right. And so yeah. I was thinking that <laughs> the Lord had transported these potatoes to unwish Island and replaced them with roses. Um, and my team we were just looking, they were all just looking at me as I was talking. I was laughing so hard and they were just staring at me like, Ethan, what, what are you saying? We're talking about the Lord, not, not Cosmo and Wanda. And I'm like, I understand that, but where are the potatoes? Where are the potatoes? Where are the potatoes? Oh, man, that's why I'm not a nun or religious because crazy stuff like that would happen to me. And I'd be like, all right, Lord, that's awesome. But I'm trying to eat. Where you did can't... the potatoes go? Where did the potatoes go? That's so anyway, funny. Anyway, so, so I was that's... scrolling through Hulu. And, okay, um, sorry. <laughs> I was like, how on earth is there a St. Faustina story that relates to scrolling through Hulu? There is. There always is. And um, I was like, movies that Drake Bell has been in. And I was like, okay. Oh, Fairly Odd Parents, Timmy, Grow Up, Timmy Turner. I'm like, this is hilarious. It's, I just I started watching it a little bit. It's a very good flick. Everyone mm-hmm. sounds very similar to their cartooned counterparts. Really? Yeah. Drake Bell sounds like Timmy Turner? Yes. No. <laughs> he sounds like, he sounds like Drake Bell. Oh. Drake Bell changed zero throughout the filming of Drake and Josh, whereas mm-hmm. Josh changed dramatically, which is why I maintain my thesis that we are Drake and Josh. He released an EP in 2017. Looks like you're going to release an EP in 2017. 
I suppose. Wait a minute. Why am I? Why am I Drake? Um. Well, I think it's because first of all, you're cooler than me. I think okay. that's just. Tweaking. Well, no. You're also skinnier than me. Okay, that's true. Um, most of the time, your antics give me headaches. 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 Um, Stomach aches. If anyone, if anyone was to repeat words for emphasis, it would be me. Yeah. Um. If anyone was to be a big nerd, it would be me. Mm-hmm. And also, despite despite his his pudginess and his his doofiness, Josh is in the longest relationship out of the two of them. I'm annoyed by this because I think you're the only friend that I could have that would make me the Drake. Really? I think if anybody else, I'd be the Josh. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So, Patrick. And it looks like you're not getting invited to my wedding. <laughs> oh. What? Jo- Drake Drake uh, didn't get invited to Josh's wedding. It was like a big oh, thing. Oh, oh, yeah. It was just like an oversight that his fiance made, and they like made up, and it was a big thing. Yeah, really. I really am invested in that. I was. It's kind of like, you ever heard of the TV show The Office? Kind of like Jim and Pam's relationship. I put a lot of myself into that. And I think it was kind of like a similar thing. No, when Drake didn't get invited to Josh's That's wedding. That's very different because mm-hmm. nope, Drake and Josh same. play brothers, uh-huh. whereas and Jim, and, Jim and Pam play, play lovers and uh, and a husband and a wife, and they're not married in real life. So there's no way their their friendship could be or relationship could be replicated in real life. But Drake, Drake and Josh, Josh, Drake and Josh kissed on the show. I just want you to. It's know, true. To they did. Drake and Josh have been friends since they were twelve. That's so true. it would suck if they all of a sudden stop being friends. Just a- objectively, it would it would be sad to know that two people who have known each other for so long, just from an outsider's perspective, it wouldn't hurt me. Like, I wouldn't think about it all the time. But when I w- started watching the show Sounds again, like you thought about it all the time. When I when I started watching the show again, I was like, oh, they're so they're so funny and goofy and like good friends. And then I was like, wait, but like this horrible thing happened between them now and it kind of ruined the show a little bit. And then I looked it up, and apparently they made up. And I was like, "This makes me feel better about myself." Well, okay, good. maybe maybe I am stupid. Maybe you're right. I don't think you're stupid. I comment just think that- like comment in in the comments below. <laughs> subscribe, ring that bell. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Pat, you agree with me? What? Pat, I'm gonna be brutally honest with you. Hmm. I'm sitting on the ground right now. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not in a chair. I'm yeah. not on a couch like I normally am. I'm sitting on the floor of my living room. It is dark. There are no lights on. The mm-hmm. only light is the is the is the harsh blue of my microphone right in front of me. The harsh <laughs> blue LED that is lighting up my face in a garish color. Um, right, F. Also, Scott Fitzgerald I'm, over here. I know. I'm also cold, and I have a blanket wrapped around my legs. I am not in the mood to bandy about today. I am in the I'm in the business of <laughs> turn up the thermostat, please. I can't. I can't. Why not? Because it's all the way on the other side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a push button. It's a twist dial. And sometimes it doesn't work. The point being is that I have had a hard day. I've had a long day. Yes. I am ready to do this podcast. Mm hmm. I'm going to go later tonight. I'm going to play some poker with the boys. Okay. Not for money. No, of course illegal. not. It's illegal. illegal in the state of Oklahoma. Um, and then go go to bed. And the only thing standing in between me and that reality 
is this episode of the Crunch Catholic Podcast. Okay. What are we talking about this week? <laughs> Do you want to talk about the intersection of habit and discipline? <laughs> I'm sorry. That sounded like the most set up thing ever. You're like, hmm. It, it sounded like we had practiced and like that was what we agreed on talking about. And you're like, what should we talk about? Oh, let's talk about that intersection of habit and discipline. Sure, we can talk about that. Why? We don't have to if you don't want to. No, but well, I mean, this sounds, I'm interested. It, it was big words, so naturally you piqued <laughs> it was my interest. Big, I used one word that had three syllables. Yeah, that's Intersection. huge. Um, it's four syllables. So I, I'd made a, a big step in my uh, life of virtue this week. That's good. And I want to say, I want to say off the bat, it doesn't mean I'm a virtuous guy. It means I'm just, I'm making steps. I woke up two days in a row on my first alarm. That's big. That is big. It's really, that is really big. And, and on those two days, it was Thursday and Friday. I stayed awake for my entire holy hour. That's awesome. So. I'm very proud of you. That's not a, thank you. It's not, that's not a cheese day. That's not a sarcasm. I appreciate that. Today, today, Saturday, I did, I did get up on my first alarm, but I also did go immediately back to sleep. So that, the weekends were working out the, some kinks, but the weekdays, I think we've got a good strategy going. And That's I want to talk about how I, I really feel a lot of grace kind of in this time um, because I think that I'm coming to know a lot of my habits and a lot of my bad habits. Um, and I'm trying to grow in discipline and I'm trying to grow in discipline with the Lord. And I think that this this idea of habits and discipline kind of bumping up against each other and there being conflict is how we grow in virtue. And I wanted to hear your thoughts on that idea because uh, it's something that I've been wrestling with and trying to figure out, like, how do I feed my discipline and how do I help my help my bad habits turn into good habits um, so that I can, I don't know, more fully give my life over to the Lord without having to be so white knuckly about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hate white knuckle discipline. Mm -hmm. It's not because it's not discipline. It's just pain. Yeah. It just, just hurts. It just hurts a lot, and I'm sad, and I don't like it. Yeah. Um, you said something about bumping up against each other? Yeah. What did you say bumped up against each other? Habit and discipline. Habit and discipline, okay. Yeah. So we don't need discipline in okay. the aspects of our lives where we already excel, right? Can that, can that like, like, I guess that's not necessarily true. Mm -hmm. No, no, that's not true at all. I think that we need discipline in, in every area. In every area. Okay. Even in, even in the areas that we excel in, because if we stop having discipline in the areas that we excel in, then we will not, not excel, excel in them anymore. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I don't wake up with my first mm -hmm. alarm, mm -hmm. I feel like crap. Yeah. And then I go throughout my morning feeling like crap. And then that affects my day and it affects me going to sleep. And then I wake up and mm -hmm. then I go and hit the snooze button. <clears throat> and then I feel the same way the next day. Do you ever feel like your life is on a, on a treadmill? How so? Like kind of just a loop, kind of like a Flintstones background. Do you ever feel like that? Um, not lately, but I mm. know what you mean. Cause I, in this similar vein of exactly what you're talking about, I feel like I get up 
regardless of if I do the good thing and I get up on time and I don't fall asleep during my holy hour, or if I don't do that, I feel like I get up and I, and I do the things all day. Right. And I live my life and then I go to bed, I get up and it's the same thing again. Mm. And it's like this week I had a really weird out of body experience where I went to El Guapo's, which is a a Mexican restaurant here. I figured Um, what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And, (laughs) And we have been going there. There's every no Tuesday. coffee shop called El Guapo's. I just want to point no, that out. No, <laughs> it's, it's, an, it's an Italian restaurant. <laughs> um, it's sushi, El Guapo's sushi. And so I went to El Guapo's on Tuesday, and I'd been going there every Tuesday for a couple of weeks. And I stepped in there this past Tuesday, and I was like, I was just here like a, a week ago, but it feels like it was yesterday. And I feel like everything that's happened in between last Tuesday and this Tuesday has just been compressed into a tiny little, like a little, Hmm. and, and I'm here again. And then I had my, my one-on-one with my team director on Wednesday and I sat down we sat down at the same table that we sat down the week before. And I was like, exact same feeling. And I don't know if that's a result of just getting into the groove of things, or does that mean that I'm not taking life by the horns anymore? Or does it mean that I'm succumbing to like the non-discipline that you're talking about of, oh, I sleep in and I sleep through my holy hour and then this, that, and the other thing, you know, which is also entirely possible. But I feel like an interesting interesting observation. Yeah, I'm living on a Flintstones background. Because what is discipline but the repetition of good? Okay. Right? Right. And what you're talking about is discipline. But see, repetition can also dullen you, right? Yeah. In the same way that... But is it good? But is that good? Is repetition is good? Repetition is neutral. Okay. Because well, you can repeat sin. Yes. And that's habitual, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess you like you can repeat a virtue, which is great. You can repeat <sighs> mm-hmm. a sin, which is horrible, <clears throat> and then you can repeat something that's just not. It's not a like it's not a sin to sleep through your holy hour, but if you make that a routine, it like makes it you you're worse off. It's not a sin to not wake up right when you right when you hear your alarm, but if you repeat that action, you're uh-huh. going to be worse off. You're not going to feel as like right awake. So I guess repetition repetition is good if you're repeating good things. Mhm. I I think it's an interesting question because Obviously, the church upholds repetition in a lot of areas of like the rosary and the mass and the liturgical calendar and all these things that really that eliminate a need for us to think about those things. Not that organized religion is meant to control us. Not in that sense. Not, not but it. But in the sense of I don't have to decide um, what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray the rosary, and it's already been decided, and it's been done for hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna do it, um, or I'm gonna go to mass and participate in the liturgy that has existed for thousands of years, and I'm gonna do it. Um, and I don't have to like worry about deciding what to do. I can just participate in this thing that I've done before, um, which elevates my soul to God. Yeah, in the same way that like you make a document template, so you don't have to format the same kind of document over and over again, or. Right. That's exactly right. That's exactly like (laughs) having a document format is kind of like the liturgy. I mean, it is right. (laughs) It is is the same thing. Um, 
I think ma- imagine if quote. you had to freeform the mass every time. Like, hey, oh pa- Padre, gosh. Padre, you got to fill an hour, figure something out. Like, um, yeah. a reading from my DMs. A reading from <laughs> Jeff. This is a text that Jeff sent me. <laughs> it was I'll really, it was it. really good. He sent me a, 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 an inspiration of the day. I'd like. I don't really to- have a projector. It's a it's a visual meme. So I'm gonna have to describe it to you. Everyone, crowd around. Here, take this. Pass it around. No, no selfies. Don't take selfies on my phone. Oh boy. But the funny thing is, is that there's thousands of denominations that do that every week. But sure. Uh, not that particularly. Anyway, that's a, a testament to the beauty of the the liturgy. But super pro Catholic on this podcast, by the way. We really are. I'm to the detriment of other denominations. In fact, um, <laughs> days vault. Days vault. Extra ecclesium nullius. So. I think there's a quote from Padre Pio that says the monotony of the rosary drowns out the monotony of our sins or something like that. Yes. Um, and which is great. It's a great quote. Um, don't know if Padre Pio said it, but it's a good quote. Somebody said it. It's a saint. Somebody saintly, somebody holy, but I'm worried about the monotony of like my life because in theory, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> no, it's fine. It's a, it's a big jump. <laughs> let's go. Um, let's go with that. <laughs> in theory, like I'm living a, a pretty exciting life, you know, like I get to, I get to share the gospel with people and I get to do it in a way that's very radical and very just total and free. And I have pretty much complete control over my schedule when I'm not like with the team. Yeah. And I, I have a lot of freedom to, to delete the Bible studies. I want to do the discipleship things that I want to go uh, away on trips on weekends, like, and bring people with me when I want um, you know, my parents came for the past two days and I got to spend time with them and bring them into like what I was doing. And like, there's, it's very free. Yeah. Um, but you're but in a ministry I, rut. I am in a, I, I feel like I'm in a, but I, I don't want, I wouldn't call it a rut. Like, I don't feel like I, I don't have anything new to give. Right. Cause I'm still receiving grace and scripture is still alive for me and all of these things. Okay. And I feel like I still have new things for my ministry for the actual studies that I lead and the discipleships that I, that I do, it's so hard to talk about what discipleship is for my discipleship relationships. Um, but it's the actual like day to day stuff where I, I go to sleep and then I wake up and I'm like, dang it. I was just awake and I'm, and I'm going to do this, do this again. And I'm just, I'm getting tired. You know, is that a rut? Because I don't feel like it's a rut. I feel like I'm just doing it wrong. You're just tired? You're just I'm tired, a little tired? A little tired, a little sleepy. You see, I think you and I are in opposite situations okay. to an extent. Because you've, you've, been, you've been doing this whole focus thing for a little while now. Yeah, I mean, several months, which is <laughs> counting a veteran now. It's not a lot of time. <laughs> not but a lot of to time. someone who's lived for, you know, 21 years, that's that's a... Or 22 20, years. 22, thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't res- respect me. Respect your elders. Um, yeah, I mean, I can I can see how that would become... Mon- I, hmm. I don't know. I, I'm, I just, I just there, really... I have oh, trouble ahead. sympathizing right yeah. now. <laughs> Ethan, you're my friend, but I have no idea where no, you're just coming cause, from. No, just because, like, right now, I'm like, I'm like, new job, new, new schedule, new, because, uh-huh. like, new I came, everything. I came off of like two months of what am I gonna do today? I'm just gonna sit around, like, because for the past couple of months, I was literally just sitting and like occupying my time, like, with whatever I wanted to do, and it was like, some days I would vegetate and play Sims Four, 
Some days I would read a really good book and like write reflections on it. Some mm-hmm. days I would record the podcast. You know, it was like, it, it was always like, what hey, am I Ferb, doing? what are we going to do today? Exactly. It was, it was you were exactly constantly like, in the, in the state of 104 days of summer vacation. It's true. Yeah. And it's, it's it, now it's like, now it's like a lot more, um, I'm not in control anymore mm. of my time. Right. And so I, cause I, and I also, I'm not, I'm not the one who's calling the shots either. Yeah. And there's a lot of like new, um, I'm, I'm in new situations. I'm making new decisions. I'm, I'm facing new challenges and I'm very like, ah, like a lot, a little bit, at least, at least on the inside, because it's not a lot of work. It's just a lot of new and it's, it's like kind of, uh, it's like choppy you know it's it's right it's right when you get out of the channel when you're boating and all of a sudden all the waves are hitting you i've been using a lot of ocean metaphors recently you, have. you really have and you're from a landlocked state i i know all about <laughs> somebody asked me the other day if i was a fan of sea travel and i just looked at him i was like what do you mean <laughs> you mean like the main people do people travel by sea? What is that? <laughs> I thought that was just something that rich people did for fun. <laughs> I thought that was. I thought that got locked down after Jack and Rose <laughs> died. I thought we were like no more thought, Titanic, thought, no more. <laughs> I thought the 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 Lusitania and the Titanic really just shut it shut it down. Lusitania, but, that's a good reference. I forgot. Thank about you. That boat. It's a, a World War One, um, or two, whichever one whichever word that makes you happy one of the big boys <laughs> um so yeah like what, what I, as i was saying <laughs> what were you saying i don't know i just i just i'm having trouble feeling ocean where, man dig me by the land lead me to the hand <laughs> my little brother is gonna be happy that i said that uh, um hey thank you for listening to this episode of the crunch Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Yeah, so I'm just right now I feel kind of the opposite okay. of everything you're saying. And so I'm having trouble like mm. saying things that relate to that because I'm not okay. thinking about that. I'm not in that mindset right now. Mm-hmm. You know. And I, I get it. Um, I all I desire is good things for my guys, right? All I desire is bringing the Lord to them, and it's not like a huge deal that I'm feeling this way because ultimately it doesn't really matter how I feel as long as I'm receiving what Jesus is giving me and giving it to them. Mm-hmm. Um. But I really want that feeling of newness and that feeling of um, something, something exciting happening, something new happening. What I was, are you keeping I, for yourself? This podcast and a, a half bag, half a bag of Hershey's Kisses that I had under my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't do that. Because the, the answer got to them the first month. Um, um, remember, remember how before the podcast I, I made that joke about. I want to stop um, every prayer experience going talking about it on the crunch. Yes, I, we don't do that as no. much as we used to, right? But like, there's 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 a reason, and it's because we can't give away everything. Because mm. sometimes the Lord gives us things that we yes. that are just for us. 
Yeah. But also I just I just disagree. It's not it's not like it's not like you're you can you can keep things for yourself and still give everything away. Right? No, you just contradicted yourself. Well, I mean, the Trinity is a contradiction, Ethan, and we still believe that. So just bear with me for a second. Um, <laughs> you silly Billy. <laughs> just shut me down like that. I'm a real guy. Because real- <laughs> there's a, there's a man behind this screen. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I there's like you said, all you want is to bring your guys to holiness, and that's like yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. But like, are you making sure that you're taking care of yourself? Oh, absolutely. Cool. That's good. I So this is I'm I get this a lot from this is one of the five focus verses that I I make fun of relentlessly because whenever we talk about it someone says, "Hey, we're going to be in John 17 today." I said, "Great, one of the five chapters in the Bible." It's like a it's a focus bit. That's really funny. Um, Cuz you can't I, be a part of anything without making fun of it. Exactly. <laughs> without showing yeah. everyone how how retro how, you are, how, how, how unique more, you are, how, how I'm so much above everything that I do. That's it's why such... I make fun of this podcast and make fun of <laughs> make fun I'm of here because I want to be your welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I you guys should be thanking me. Cuz I don't have to be here. You mm. have to. No, I'm kidding. Um uh, but one of the five focus verses it's first Thessalonians two eight, which is so being affectionately desirous of you, we are ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves because you had become very dear to us. It's one of my favorite Thessalonians. It, it's it's so good. And I, I go back to that a lot of like I am affectionately de- affectionately desirous of um all of the men that I work with. And I want to share my very self with them. And so I think there's a temptation to not keep anything for myself. Um but there's also uh, a temptation of thinking, oh, well, I can I can share this stuff with them later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I can I can keep some of this stuff for me now. And once I've processed it and once I've kind of packaged it up and put them into a nice PDF, then I can share it with them. You know, like I once I get this and I put it into practice and I get perfect at it, then I'll share it with them. It's like I don't have that kind of time. I have less than a year and a half left, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. here for yeah. sure, you know. And this is the other thing too that kind of circles back to the habit and discipline thing of I don't want to let my lack of perfection in a certain virtue impede me from growing in other virtues. So let's say that I – this is another one of my temptations and I think it's one of the reasons that I'm kind of stuck or I feel kind of stuck. is like I'll struggle really hard with uh, chastity for example and – because I struggle with chastity, then all of a sudden I can't grow in getting up on time and staying awake during my holy hour and scheduling, you know, because I got to fix the big bad thing before I fix the other things. And so I feel like my life is just constantly like a reminder of like, oh, hey, you, you struggle with these big bad things. You struggle with these big bad things. You can't, you can't improve any of the small things because you got to fix the big bad things first. And so I'm trying to focus more on fixing the small things in due time, you know, and then working my way up to the bigger things. And I think that's my, that might be why I feel like I'm in a, I don't know what I feel like I'm in. I feel like I'm in a blender or a garbage disposal or anything else that has spinning blades. Yeah. Just, I feel like I'm in an, an auger. I feel like I'm in an oscillating fan. (laughs) Um, does any of that make sense or am I just speaking crazy? No, it's good. This is, this is good. Uh, Is it? 
What? What do you mean fix? Fix as in not sin. Gotcha. You want to not sin. All right, cool. I want to not take take that down as a note. I want Ethan not sin. Here's here's how you not sin. Yeah. You die. Okay. That's what well, you got to do. Yeah. This is that's the literally the only way. I figured it out. I <laughs> Everyone, everyone, I know what we got to do. Bird box. Two words. Bird, that's bird all we got to do. Fill up the bathtub, grab the toaster. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? It's a it's a Bill Murray Groundhog Day reference. <laughs> just just was thinking about Groundhog Day the other day. Anyway, not important. Anyway, not important. I was just thinking about Groundhog the other day. You know, on Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah for for sure. Oh my gosh, where was I? I'm fixing I fixing thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So whenever I there, there's two there's two things we can do when we're faced with our own weakness. Well, there are three things. The third thing is the good thing, but there are two bad things we can do. We can ignore it and just pretend it doesn't exist. Or we can just get really, 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 really sad oh. and despair. I do that one. That's oh, me too. Especially because it's nighttime right now and it's, it's like really dark in the room that I'm in. And like, yeah, there's a lot of darkness surrounding both of us currently. I'm yes. in a dorm room, which is bringing back triggering memories. I don't have Wi-Fi in my apartment yet. And <laughs> I'm just like, that's, I, I, I've talked about this on the podcast before. That's like my biggest thing is despair is like, I can't do it. I'm so weak and I just can't do anything. And the reason why I despair is because when when you see all of your sin mm. and all and not even just your sin because like sin is one thing yes all of your sin and then all on top of that all of your venial weakness right it's like just i i want i want um approval i want human approval too much right i want like um i'm a little, I'm, I'm prideful you know there's all the all this weakness and then you're like i can't fix this it's like when I when I walked into my apartment the first day that I got back to Steubenville, it wasn't finished. I walked in and there was construction crap everywhere. There was drywall dust covering the floor. The bathroom wasn't finished. The place where my bed was supposed to be had a bunch of paint cans surrounding it and a bunch of cardboard garbage. And the kitchen was disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I will never move in here. Like, that's what it felt like. I mean, obviously, I knew it wasn't true because I had paid, right? And, like, they were going to clean and all this stuff. But I told them I was going to help clean. And so I was like, I can't do this, right? Um, But then what ended up happening was I wasn't the only one cleaning, Right, it was like Jesus was cleaning. <laughs> no, not even Jesus. Oh, okay, my, not even just just. I mean, Jesus, of course, right? But it's right. like he's always cleaning. My buddy, my buddy brought in a power cleaner from the dorms. He like trucked one. Mm-hmm. He trucked one of those like carpet cleaners in, and we just yeah. on the floor, and it went away so quickly. Mm-hmm. And all I needed was friends with the right. They had the right hookups, you know, like mm-hmm. they they knew what to do. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think despair needs people 
And I think I think I think when you ignore your faults too, you need people to point out stuff, right? You're like, Yet again, like, it's not about what you know; it's about who you know. It's about you know proven itself true even in the spiritual life the spiritual life is all about networking <laughs> <laughs> let me let's let's set up your linkedin let's go spiritual to spiritual linkedin let's set up your spiritual linkedin head on over to catholicmatch.com i'm kidding but it's the body of christ right it is cuz you know when 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 you're rock climbing sometimes your hands got to do more work than your foot sometimes the foot's got to help out the hands a little bit you know mm-hmm. I don't know. Just like sometimes, sometimes the rudder does more work than the stern. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Listen, ocean, ocean metaphors and workout metaphors. My forte. Sometimes the anchor is. Sometimes the anchor keeps you afloat. Hope is an anchor for the soul. Sometimes the 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 crow's nest is is high up. And other times it's, it's underwater because the, the boat's upside down and it's the Black Pearl episode two Pirates. Bill, like even even this week when I was when I was working on youth ministry stuff, mm-hmm. I felt just super like, oh, crap, I can't do this. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, no, I didn't I didn't study catechetics, so I'm not going to do a good job. Right. Like all of that, all of that kind of started like to wash over me. Right. And then but I, I talked to Phoebe. I talked to Teresa and I talked mm-hmm. to you and oh, now hey. I feel so much better. Welcome to the podcast. And like, it's not just, I was looking to feel better. It's just that I feel spiritually convicted now because you were like, Hey Patrick, stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it just, mm-hmm. it just, it just took someone else saying something to kind of move me a little bit out of that despair. Right. And so like despair no. doesn't always look like crying. Sometimes it just looks like, it's like it's like a step between moping. yeah mopey like well, that's not an offense to people who are in despair i just feel like i'm moping so it, it kind of looks like eeyore yeah you know? yeah oh well i got my live under sticks you know i'm a, I'm a log boy i'm a log boy. <laughs> exactly he's staying a log doesn't he live in a log nope what lives under a pile of sticks i thought he i could have sworn he lived in a log nope Nope, Eeyore lives. Eeyore, two or <laughs> what? <laughs> kind of like Eos two O's, except it's Eeyore. I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah, Eos two O's. Okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. Oh, it's okay. It is sticks. It is sticks. Kind of when I said log, I meant sticks. Um, I sorry, you said something that I was I was really in on, and I got confused. Do you remember what it was? You were talking about despair. You were talking about people, mm-hmm. body of Christ, boats. I don't remember. Keep going. How Sorry. when we can we can run it back. You don't have to run it back. We can run back. I was talking about um, when the body of Christ like helps people. Like you, one one member helps another. Mm-hmm. Um, eat. Despair looks like Eeyore. Was that it? Despair. Maybe it's just despair. Maybe it's moping. I feel like I'm moping. You feel like you're moping. Uh, yeah, no, because I'm not sad. Like, I'm not sad about my life. I'm not sad about where I am. I'm very happy with where I am um, with and what with what I get to do. Um, but I, I feel like it's it sometimes will reduce you to it, even more so when 
see, this is another hard, difficult part about being a missionary and like why um, community is so important, especially community like away from campus, because all of my friends here are all also like my students, you know? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, yeah, I have a community and it's like, Hey, uh, I need some help cleaning up, uh, you know, my, my apartment, right. The, this is a metaphor for my soul. And then they say, all right, we'll come over and help you. Also, we don't have any hands or feet because we can't, we, cause we, cause we, they got ripped off when we tried to clean our apartments on our own. And so it's like, <laughs> everyone, this is a bad metaphor, but everyone, everyone's, everyone's paddling. Nobody's going anywhere is what I'm trying to say. You're, you're ministering to people, but that can't, cause like you, my, my, my friends, my good friends that are here, the people that I'm in community with that I see face to face every day are also the people that I'm meant to be leading towards Christ. And so not that they aren't supposed to lead me towards Christ. They definitely do. Um, but I feel like it's disproportionate. And so I get kind of like left behind on occasion. Yeah. Cause you, you to an extent have a responsibility for the people you disciple. Exactly. And that's that kind of puts you in like in a not not an authority position, but a pastoral position, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it's kind of like you can you can be friends, you can be friendly and like really good, really close, amicably with your parents. Yeah, but they're never going to be your friends. Yeah, in the same way that like your brothers can be, you know. Mm-hmm. And so like. To a lesser extent, because discipleship is kind of like a mini pastoral. It's kind of like a big brother sort of deal. Yeah. It's like I, Nick and I are, 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 are friends, but like Nick and I are really close, but especially when we were younger, I just couldn't hang out with him the same way I could hang out with my buddy, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Cause like we were the, Daniel and I are the same age. So we're For in sure. the same life situation, but Nick and I are just in two different stages of life. But so, like eventually we're going to be so old that it doesn't really matter that we're four years apart because we're going to be in the same state of life. Right. So like you need you need people who are in the same state of life as you. Yeah. All the yeah. people that are in the same state of life as me are scattered about the country doing the same thing that I'm doing. What about the people that are in your mission group? Yeah, I mean, I have my team for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, team life has its own struggles in the same way that a family has a struggle, you know, That's so true. it's like. It, I can count on my team for sure to always be there for me. Um, but sometimes it's like, I just want none of you to talk to me because you're not helping. <laughs> that's fair. So, and that's, I mean, that's the way it is with, with anybody. So I don't know. You need friends outside of your house. I do. That's why I have this podcast. Not your only friend outside of your house. Um, yes. I mean, I'm not. I mean, you're not. I'm not could, the only one, but I might be, be the one. I might be the one that you talk to most frequently. I'm the one, yeah. I definitely talk to you almost, probably the most. Just about, you're up there. You're in the top tier. <laughs> that's that's nice. <laughs> but yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely talk to you. I mean, I haven't met any of the people that I minister yet. So minister to yet. So. <laughs> and also, you shouldn't be friends with high schoolers. Just no, on definitely, rule. definitely not not because you're 21, but just be like. Even if you're in even high if school, you're in high school, don't have friends. Don't have friends who are in high school. Only hang out with college kids because they're dope. Teresa, Teresa was making that point the other day. She's like, I hear a lot of youth ministers say, like, I don't like talking to the parents. I get along much more with well with the teenagers, and it's like that is a sign of deep immaturity. Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You really, you really need to be able to hang out with adults if you're going to be a youth minister because mm-hmm. it's like, 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 
like we're talking about right now, it, it'll it'll put you in this position where you're. Imagine, imagine if you were the mom friend mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Oof. You never hung out with people who were in the same state of life as you, the same stage of life as you, right? Like, and conversely, imagine if you only ever hung out with people. Imagine if you only ever hung out with priests. You would always feel like a little bit of an outsider, right? Imagine if you only yeah. ever hung out with parents. You'd always feel like a little bit of an outsider because you're like, uh, you guys are talking about stuff that I don't understand. And I can laugh at the jokes you make, but I'm never going to truly understand. That's why it's hard to hang out with my married friends. Yeah, it's really hard to hang out with married friends. Not that I don't love them. It's just kind of hard. I want everybody to know that I'm fine, that I'm not like in severe need of a hug. But, but or, well, I mean, I always, I always need a hug. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in a bad spot. Like I, I'm, I'm doing okay. It's just like, it's a weird season of mission. Um, where kind of like I'm trying to grow and I'm trying to be very intentional about growing, but also at times it can be very lonely, but also at times I feel like things are going great. And then the next day it's like, Oh, what, what am I doing? Why am I here? And it's also because January and February suck because it's still winter, but it's not Christmas and, uh, old and sad. It's, it's cold. Um, but no, I think, I think that what you're experiencing is something that's much more common than full fledged depression. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause like, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't think we want to say that, Oh, I'm like so depressed right now. Cause I'm, I'm not, or you're not. Right. It's just not, it's just like a lot of, a lot of people feel this way where you're like, I just, something is just off and it's like perpetual. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's yeah. like it's something, something is wrong. What is it? Um, it's me. <laughs> I mean, and you're praying every day, so there's that. Yeah, um, helps. So it, it's not. It's not. I mean, that, that's usually. I, I'm. I'm kind of a hack when it comes to spiritual diagnosis because people be like, I don't know what's wrong with my prayer life. I'm like, well, are you praying? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, that's what it is. You're praying. <laughs> it's kind of like if you were a doctor and everyone that came to you was like, oh, I have a headache, and you're like, well, it could be the axe sticking out of it, and they're like, oh, it's a good point. Um, it's like, oh man, this, this doctoral degree was really paying Doctor, off. Doctor's a legend. This doctor's a legend. He just knows exactly what's wrong. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe like if just identify whether it's spiritual. Cause it, it, you know, it, it's possible that it's spiritual and it's not a discipline issue, right? Like sometimes I ask people, uh, well, you feel crummy. Are you sleeping well? Are you eating right? Are you exercising? Like, oh yeah, so it's not like a physical down, feeling down. Um, you could be emotionally distressed. You could just not be like getting the right emotional support you need. You know, like, hey Ethan, it's okay to feel bad sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. So sometimes sometimes it's really nice for someone. It's not, hey, people out there, sometimes people just want you to say, it's okay that you feel this way right now. Yeah, that it's is, just so nice to hear. This thing to hear because the worst like you feeling. You don't have to be perfectly okay all the time. Yeah, yeah. just because you're a missionary or whatever. Yeah, it's just you, sometimes you know, when it's just compounded because you're like, man, I feel crummy, and also I feel crummy about the fact that I feel crummy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and then and then and then the third thing it might be a spiritual problem, in which case I say you should go right to a scripture priest. and a oh. priest and introduction oh. to the devout life. Always good to go back to basics. I think intro to the devout life is like a training manual. It's like it's like a how-to manual for your soul. It's like, is there something wrong with me? Hmm. Maybe I am. Let me see. Uh, partaking too much in games with cards. 
Huh. I do like poker. <laughs> That's in there. He's like, Could games with cards should be played sparingly. I'm like, all right, St. Francis de Sales, whatever you say, buddy. That's, I mean, I like playing cards. Me too. Does he mean gambling games? He, yes, I think I think he's speaking to a much different culture than we're in. He, but he also says he also says be careful with I, dances. I just learned how to play hearts. I like hearts. Hearts is fun. A fun game. Um, he says games of chance can like mm. games of chance can like warp your perception of reality. It's true because reality isn't random. Mm. So games that randomize gameplay. And like that, that's 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 kind of cool. Like the way you're right, the way you think, the way you think, but also it's it's a card game. Um, and then and then there's and there's my other favorite one. What are you? Sorry, I'm just like I'm trying to get out of here. I'm trying to get out of this podcast. You are? Yeah. Well, one thing it's like the typical end of episode problem. Yeah. And the other thing is, I've got a massive headache. So, oh that's why yeah dude that was where i was last week so i feel you no it's okay i just i i appreciate your insight on saint francis de sales but i <laughs> need to be done <laughs> with this episode this is i'm, I'm glad that you said something did yeah. you text me because i didn't get it no i didn't oh, text okay, you cool now you okay cool <laughs> all that's right well communicating Take some Excedrin, drink a lot of water, and I'll talk mm-hmm. to you tomorrow, okay? Okay. <laughs> I might not talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> it's okay. I just want to say a couple of things. Make sure you uh, check us out on Patreon. I've been putting things on there. Patrick may or may not upload a bonus podcast. Um, What'll happen? Who, yes. Uh, shout out to our, our first ever actual, real, legitimate sponsor, Florian Appliance Repairs, based out of... Paola, Kansas. Our very good friend Andrew Jordan runs this company, and he just upped his donation on on Patreon to the level of sponsor. And so now we are legally and contractually obliged to say, if you've got an appliance that needs to be repaired, call Florian Appliance Repairs. <laughs> and that's that's the new jingle that I just wrote. Um, free of charge, obviously. Um, for you, for Andrew, it costs a little bit of money. But um, check him out if you're if you're in the Kansas City area and you need an appliance repaired. <laughs> Which, like you'd th- you'd sound it's, when we say that, it sounds like wow, that's a really niche market for. But um, everybody's but, got appliances. Yeah, but also everyone that listens to this podcast is in Kansas, so it's fine. That's true. So even if you've heard of somebody who has an appliance in Kansas, give Florian Appliances Repair a call. Um, we've got, we'll add there, we'll put their, their website in the, uh, in the old, uh, um, in the show notes below the show notes, and you can check them out. Just want to say a huge shout out for that, for that, uh, first official real life sponsorship. And for um, our first regular, not real life sponsor, check out Adore missions. Yes. Adore missions. If you'd like to join for a hundred dollars a month, let us know. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, Patreon. I post stuff on there. Patrick's gonna post stuff on there. We're really, we're really taking that to the next level. So don't miss out. Um, see us at our best. Patreon.com/slash The Crunch. Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? No. Take an Excedrin and go to bed. Okay. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you. We'll see you next week. <laughs>